So the folks over at Amazon that, you know, do the Alexa thing said, we're working on technology. You just might like this. It'll mimic your voice if you want it to. Yeah, or anyone else's voice. Yeah, like say that there was a grandparent you absolutely adored and you still have at least a recording of them. They say when this technology comes out, when they upgrade all this stuff, it can memorize or learn the vocal patterns sure. of who that person is in about 60 seconds. And then if you want it to, it'll always talk like grandma or grandpa or you or one of your kids. It sounds great in theory. I just don't know if I would care for it, especially if it mimics it. If I could, you know, load grandpa's voice into it and then Alexa play that, let me hear grandpa's voice. And then, you know, she would play it. Then it would be fantastic. I think that's what the thought is okay, behind that. The mimic, is it going to sound robotic? Is it going to sound... No, it's supposed know. to sound mimic. They they mean it's, it sounds as close as, as possible. possible of what that technology can do. It just seems a little creepy. I don't know. It can that's be. Me. It can be. Yeah. But, but yet there are days that I wish I could hear my grandma one more time. Right. You know? Right. When, when I saw this, I was like, yes, I would love to hear. I have my dad's last email. That he and I were talking back and forth. But if I could hear his voice, and I feel like I can still conjure it up in my brain, but if I could hear his voice, oh my goodness. I had a friend whose father passed away, and they were getting ready to switch phones from, you know, one kind of phone to another kind of phone. They're like, I don't want to lose this voicemail. Mm-hmm. So we were able to record it so they would have it. That is so nice. Yeah. That is so nice to be able to to, to do that so, if so you can capture it. That seems to be the intent mm-hmm. behind what this kind of technology will do when yeah. you get it on your Echo Dot. I don't want to say Alexa because it might order toilet paper if I say it too much. Well, you just said it and it just did. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. Well, I had no idea that Liz was vegan. It's Robin Liz, his morning crew on his radio. She was sharing with me just moments ago that she wanted to share something about Alexa and the vegan diet. No, I am not. <laughs> well, then what? Not at all. No, it's so it's about something about vegetables. No, uh, no, not really. This is about Alexa Pena Vega, who is an actress. Oh, she was in. Boy, did I not hear that right? Right, you were way off the mark. Um, she was in Spy Kids. My kids were totally into the Spy Kids movies, like in the early. Oh, I 2000s. vaguely remember those, only because I'm a Rocky fan, okay. and Sylvester Stallone, I think, was in one of those Spy Kid movies. I- really have seen mostly the first one so i don't know sly stallone in this but the uh the little girl who played carmen is all grown up oh i'm sure that was eons ago yeah and she has kids of her own family of her own and i have followed her on social media for a while she and her husband met at bible study really right and and they really are uh they they have some bible studies i think on some of their social media and just really all about living the life and sharing jesus and they're living it out loud i love this love it so she was in a because she was in that hollywood that celebrity kind of a lifestyle for a while um she developed unfortunately an eating disorder because she said you know i would get kind of a rush from people saying oh you look so thin and you've lost weight and you look great and so that got ingrained in her mind and so she said i was not able to break that disorder on my own it was when i got god really to take control of it he was in control anyway but i had to give it to him okay and then he got into my life and she was able to walk away from that eating disorder and thanks 
God and thanks Jesus. She's like, every day I have to thank him. Good for her. For absolutely changing my life. Well, I'm sure that's still a struggle, but she has sure. hope and she knows where her source of strength is. Right. She's able to walk through that. Yeah. Good for her. And the platform that she has because so many people know her from Spy Kids. And, they, mm-hmm. you know, she's been in a couple of other things. Her husband was in a, a boy band back in the day, Big Time Rush, um, which I'm not real familiar with them. But... But um, they both have such a platform, and they share Jesus with everyone on their Good social. Good for them. Love them. Robin Liz. His morning crew. Okay, there's been this theme park that's been around since the 60s, and it's based in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. It's up for sale. You can invest in it. It's, it's cheaper than an average house that's going for under $300,000. For a whole theme park? Whole theme park. Okay, roller coasters and everything. Based in the 1800s, it has two cabins, a grist mill, a schoolhouse, a general store, a blacksmith shop, a jail, the world's tallest roller coaster. No, there's no roller coasters. <laughs> well, good. It's just this little town. Man. And it's a theme park. I'm going to show my ignorance a little bit. What is a grist mill? It's a mill full of grist. Okay, well, that, that clears that up. And it and it makes <laughs> grist. That's great on the griddle. Is it mis- misspelled and it's really grits? It's Yeah, right? Okay, that's it. And okay. then they have the gravy maker <laughs> with the biscuits and everything else. Oh my, no, but seriously, it's been around since 1960. It, it went out in 1995. Oh, it hasn't even been up and running since No, then. no, but it's still in fairly good shape. Okay. And they're trying to, you know, unload it. They tried to sell it in 89. Nobody bought it. $3 to get in back in the day. So I guess there's not a line to go churn your own butter at this thing. No. Or you don't the, need a fast pass? Or the grist mill. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. They call themselves the good church. Oh, I like that. It's the just simple. The good church. And they're positioned in a, an area that has a lot of need near this church. Now, during COVID, when the pandemic happened and kids were out of school, the big need was food because mm. the kids weren't in school. And so good church and the pastor's like, we've got the food. And so people would donate. They'd able to, they were able to help the community out. Now the need is different. And this is going to sound weird. The need is laundry. Oh, yeah. The need is clean clothes. He says 75% of the people that go to his church work off of public transportation. They do not have their own vehicles. Mm-hmm. So they're taking the bus or whatever to get to where they're going. And so, and the laundromats are so far away, and then they have to walk to them to do that. So the church has eight laundry machines that they say is not enough right now, but it's helping the need. I love, I like what they call it. The church is called Good Church. Their laundromat in their basement is called Good Laundry. <laughs> They're real simple. Right? They just put, and, you know, if they have eight machines, that's like four washers, four dryers. And if the need is that great, I see it. Think about if you're living, you know, just watching every little dime and you've got to pay for the fare on public transportation. you got to pay for the laundromat. you got to buy the detergent. I mean, it just starts adding up. And if they can offer that, then the families are now able to afford maybe gasoline or maybe diapers. Well, 75%. Don't have their own car. It's public transportation. I know, right? And so they're helping out big time, which is really cool. A really simple thing like cleaning clothes to help out the community. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. 
So this one area in Kansas City, every two weeks, there's another announcement between friends and coworkers. They say, I'm pregnant. Two weeks later, hey, I'm pregnant. Now there's 14 young ladies that are pregnant, and they are all nurses in labor and delivery at this one hospital in Kansas City. Yeah, they're in the neonatal unit, so it's even more specialized. And so there's 14 of them. The first one gave birth, I think it was last week, little baby girl, right? And uh, the others are going to be spread out between now and in December. They're going to need a lot of fill-in nurses. Right? <laughs> because that's a lot of maternity They've leave. been making all the announcements. It's a boy. It's a girl. It's all this. All and like, 14. Yeah. All I can see is the person that works in HR is going, oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> How are we going to fill? I know. How yeah. How are we going to run this? Here's the thing the nurses are saying. It's like now we have a new appreciation. Oh. For what we do, because now we are our own clients in a sense, I guess. Well, yeah, and and some are first time parents, and some have had you know other children, but uh, to have fourteen, it has to be a joyous place right now, which it's you know already because of all the little mini babies that are there. Robin Liz, his morning crew. So there's some doctors or researchers or somebody that got together and they said this: if you can't balance when you're in your middle age. And older, when you're middle-aged and older, if you cannot balance on one leg for at least 10 seconds, you're goner 10 years from now. I'm like, what? That's pretty Come harsh. On. It is pretty harsh. And I don't know what they studied, who they studied to come up with that. But you know what? I try it. Poor Liz is toast. <laughs> kind of. I'm like wobbling over here. I, I can make it 10 seconds, but I do. I have to bring myself back. You, Rob, are steady as a rock. Like, he put the leg up, he stood on the leg. I moved my leg all over the place. Did the tree pose, did the yeah. yoga poses. It's easy. I, I, I don't have a problem with it. I don't have an issue. I guess I have good balance. But, I mean, there's also people, like, between my two sons, one um, just doesn't have that great of balance. The other one is a, a little smaller, and his core is so strong. He could probably stand there all day on one leg. And it, it, it's it's not hard. It's just the way you're made up. Seriously, well, it's not hard. It is no. a little more difficult. Our intern Carly, as a matter of fact, balance on one leg, Carly. What? Can you balance on one leg? Uh, yeah. She yeah, didn't see? try. She didn't try. You didn't she try. She can do it. She can do it. Well, Jake, our producer, Jake. Um. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. I, I 30, timed him. Thirty seconds. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Ninja can balance on one leg. I can. See? Yeah, all day long, I think Ninja could stay on one leg. But sure, they're young. That's okay. Yeah. But, I mean, you still should be able to balance on one leg. Yeah. And now and now, some of these doctors and physicians that are saying if you can't balance on one leg in your middle age, you know, 10 years from now, you might not be here. But they're saying they should put that in, in uh, exams. Oh, really? The whole balance thing. Like when you go get your physical. Yeah, you get your physical exam. Okay, but what I don't want you to do is try to balance on one foot for 10 seconds, and if you can't do it, write yourself off. <laughs> Robin Liz, his morning crew. A lot of parents evidently want kids to play an instrument, more so than I thought. I read something okay. uh, that's talking about like 82% want their kids to play an instrument. Piano, guitar, that's nice. Yeah. The number one thing they really want them to play? Drums. <laughs> what parents are these people talking to? I'm 
like, I, Come on. I have a brother-in-law that when we had our boys was like, I'm going to get you all the toys that make the most noise and have the most pieces. He just wanted to mess with us. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, if you get my kids drums, we're going to have a problem with each now, other. Spencer, who was my middle son. We, he, his first instrument was a drum. No way. Oh, yeah. He even had somebody teach him that's, for maybe, I, mean, I think, cool. like two months. Yeah. And he was bossing it at 13, 12, 13 years old. Yeah. I just find it hard to believe because I would be fine if my kids showed like an affinity to play drums, wanted to play drums. Fine. That's great. But to say, I want my child to play the drums. You know, two of my children play musical instruments. One the cello, one the violin. What? Really? Yeah. Who? Uh, Hayden played the cello in school. He doesn't really play it anymore. But, he should, you know, he did. but who else? And then Taylor uh, plays violin. Really? Your daughter? She does. I had no idea. The stringed yes. instruments. She was in like praise and worship band at church, you know, and did Man, it in the orchestra in go. school. I'm looking forward to the Philharmonic Orchestra <laughs> with Taylor and Hayden now. Robin Liz. His morning crew. When my boys were little, we used to Robin Liz. His morning crew. His morning crew with Robin Liz, his radio. Oh, so cool and refreshing this time of year for a popsicle. It's been so, especially now. I mean, triple digits in a lot of areas throughout the country. Sounds good right now. (laughs) Yeah, having a pop. (laughs) It's human now when you walk outside. It's like a washcloth just hit (laughs) you in the face. Like a... Makeup slides right off. Yeah, you know. (laughs) First world problems. I know. So, okay, let me ask you this. This is quite the mashup. Match mash up. Did I say that right? Mash, mash up, up. Yeah. Quite the mashup between the popsicle and a condiment. What brand of ketchup? I'm going to ask Liz this. What brand of ketchup is in your refrigerator? Usually it's Heinz. Heinz? Yeah. There's a French's. Oh, okay. Ketchup right. too, right? Sure. So French is coming up with the Frenchsicle, which is a <laughs> a tom- tomato or ketchup flavored popsicle. They're out like at pop-up locations in Canada, like Toronto. So if you know anybody who's vacationing or have a friend or family in Toronto, they might want to try this today just to see how it is. But it's a, seriously, a ketchup-flavored popsicle. I like and I understand the sweet, salty thing, like salted caramel. Delicious. Really? But ketchup popsicles? Yeah. You know, if anybody ever says, oh, go to Canada for the food. (laughs) No. No. 